0: Wake up, it's The Morning Motivation with Brittany Daniel. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you guys? Happy Monday. It is August 8th, August 8th, y'all. Eighth month of the year. Super excited to come to you guys. So you guys don't know this, (laughs) but this week and actually the next 40 weekdays, We are going to be reading A Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Now, I know last week I said that we were going to start reading um, You're a Badass at Making Money, and to anybody who ordered the book, I apologize. However, it's still a great read. You should still read it, especially if you want to up your money and all that great stuff. But this week we are reading A Purpose Driven Life. So much good stuff in here. If you've read it, you know. If you have not, you are in for a treat, and we'll dive into this in a second. I also wanted to say um, thank you and welcome for anybody who are who is new. My name is Brittany Daniel, and I host the Morning Motivation every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern. If you are listening on my podcast streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, and uh Google Google Podcasts, then welcome. Make sure you guys rate, comment, and all of that great stuff. And don't forget to join us live on YouTube where you can interact. In the comment section live get a shout out and all of that other stuff i did want to say the patreon is up and running if you guys are interested and participating participating in my patreon and supporting your girl the link is down below for anybody who may need it and want to join in my patreon is Brittany daniel like normal britney the host and all of that great stuff um because the live stream was interrupted remember i told you guys i had something big to tell y'all last week the live stream didn't work, but I did record a video. So if you missed it, it is there. So if you want to know what I was talking about last week, the news I had to tell y'all that I couldn't tell you guys publicly, it is there on Patreon. But I'm super excited to start a new week and a new book. Um, if you guys want to enter to win this book, we're doing free book giveaways. Yes, free book giveaways. You go to brittanythehost.com and on the pop up, it tells you to enter the free giveaway there, and you can enter to win your book. And we will do a book giveaway. Uh, each Friday. So that's how you can enter there. And yeah, so let's go ahead and get started. I'm going to go say our morning prayer and then we're going to go and do the shout out. So if this is your first time watching live, go ahead and tell me where you're watching from and let me know it's your first time. All right. So if you are not spiritual or religious, I hope that it's okay that I pray for you anyway, and that you stick around because it's some really good really good nuggets and teachings in here today. Okay. But dear heavenly father, thank you for waking us up again for another day. Thank you for allowing us a fresh week, a new start, a new perspective, a new mindset shift. I pray that anybody listening, you set their mind on to you and what you want them to hear and what registers to them today. I hope that I speak through you and I pray that they get a positive message out of this book and gives them the tools and foundation that they need. For themselves to move forward and to do all the things that are pleasing in your sight and your darlings in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Amen. Y'all loading them up today. Good morning, you guys. So good morning, Aisha. Good morning, Melon and Honey. Good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Turquoise. Good morning, Felicia. Good morning, Dia Dia. Good morning, Aubrey. Good morning, Ashley. Rich Rising. Jewel needs some motivation this morning. I got you, girl. Got you, Jewel. Good morning, Madame Noir, Norma. Naya says I have DM'd you. Thank you. Thank you for checking. Did I already get back to you, Nana? Let me know. Because uh, I normally check all my DMs, and I didn't. I don't remember seeing anything. But if I didn't, let me know. Good morning, Queen. Good morning, Naturally Ann. Good morning, Brandy. Good morning, Authenticating Beauty. Good morning, Percy. Were you in North Carolina this week? And I seen a girl that looked just like you, braids and all. She was. <laughs> Nope, wasn't me. I stayed home. I had a really chill weekend this weekend. Good morning, Shanta. Good morning, such a lazy lady, such a lady. And good morning, Kathy. How are you? Or Katie, my bad, Katie. Good morning, you guys. Okay, so we are going to read A Purpose Driven Life. And again, I do apologize because I did tell you guys we were going to read. But something when I was reading and preparing for this week, it just didn't sit right. I was like, we're missing something. We need something else. Good morning, Cookie Monster. Good morning, Kiki, Graham Rising. I was like, we need something else, right? We need something else. So over the next 40 weekdays, now this is a 40-day type of uh, plan, right? But over the next 40 weekdays together, we are going to read this book. And I'm going to read uh, the intro for you guys, so you guys can kind of get the gist of what this book is about, why we're reading it, why I felt it was super important, especially everything that we're we're working towards, that we've been talking about all year. Okay, so it's uh, getting the most out of this book. It says this is more than just a book; it's a guide for 40 day spiritual journey that will enable you to discover an answer uh, to life's most important questions. What are what on earth are you here for? And by the end of the journey, you will know God's purpose for your life and you will understand the big picture. Now, this is why I felt like this was so important because a lot of times, good morning, Venetia. we talk about money, we talk about uh, goals and all of that. And sometimes I even tend to lose sight on what's important and which is our purpose. And so I felt like before we dive into making more money and all of that great stuff, right? Let's talk about our purpose. Because the biggest misconception is that our purpose is tied to money. Our purpose should be what we do nine to five um, and all of the good things. Now, success and all of that is is definitely different, which we'll dive into. But purpose is overall the most important part. So it says, so the biggest question that we'll answer after this journey is what are we on earth for? And having this perspective will reduce our stress. Simplify, simplify our decisions, increase our satisfaction and most important, prepare us for eternity. At least according to this book, I'm going to go ahead and take the cover off because <laughs> it was like sliding all over the place. And so it says your next 40 days are for us 40 weekdays. Today, the average lifespan is about 225,550 days. That's how long you will live if you were typical. Do you think that it would be wise to use the next 40 days to set aside to figure out what God wants you to do for the rest of your life or with the rest of your days? The Bible uh, is clear that God considers 40 days a spiritual significant time period. Whenever God once wanted to prepare someone for a purpose, he took 40 days. Noah's life was transformed by 40 days of rain. Moses was transformed by 40 days on Mount Siena. No, don't give me the (laughs) line. The spies were transformed by 40 days into the promised land. David was transformed by Goliath's 40th day challenge. Elijah was transformed when God gave him 40 days of strength from a single meal. The entire city of uh, Nevea was transformed when God gave his people 40 days to change. Jesus was empowered by 40 days in the wilderness and the disciples were transformed by 40 days with Jesus after his resurrection. The next 40 days will transform your life. Y'all according to this book. Okay. All right. So this book is divided into 40 brief chapters, which we'll go over together. And here's what they want us to do. So there's a point to ponder. There's a verse to remember, which I'll read to you all every day. A question to consider and discussion questions. Okay. Now the best way to explain God, God's purpose for our life is to allow the scriptures to speak for itself so that this book and the Bible, they say that to read the, them two intertwined. This book in the Bible is quoted excessively using over a thousand, over a thousand different verses from 15 English translations and, and paraphrases. Okay. So this book goes hand in hand in the Bible. Okay, no, no. I'll get to hold on. Let me, I'll get to the DM. <laughs> it's on your, it should be on your calendar though, and it's Eastern time. Um, it says, I have been praying for you. As I wrote this book, so this is Rick Warren to all of us. As I wrote this book, I often pray that you experience the incredible sense of hope, energy and joy that comes from uh, discovering what God has put you on this planet to do. There's nothing quite like it. I'm excited because I know all the great things that are going to happen to you. They happen to me and I have never been the same since I discovered the purpose of life because I know the benefits I have. I know because I know the benefits I want you to challenge to stick to this spiritual guide for the next 40 days, not missing a single day of reading. Your life is worth taking the time to think about, making it a daily appointment with your schedule, which we do here on Morning Motivation. There is some, there is something significant about signing okay to your contract and all of that in the book. So if you get the book, there is a contract that you sign and all of that. All right, so let's dive into it. So now you guys understand why we're doing this, why I think this is important. Let me know if you guys are excited. This is to help us really, really stick to uh, the next 40 days of just really discovering what God has for us. Let's get back to the basics. We kind of started like this in the beginning of the year. And I feel like it's kind of, it's good to go back a little bit. Okay. So this is the first chapter. It says, what on earth are we here for? A life devoted to things is a dead life, a stump, a God, a God shaped life. Well, is a flourishing tree. Let me read that again. Good morning. A life devoted to things is death. A stump. A God-shaped life is a flourishing tree. So this book is highly, it's going to, it may strike some nerves. It definitely did for me when I read this book years ago. Um, Let me know in the comments how you guys feel about it. You agree or disagree as we go on. But I want I really want to get in this. So it says Jeremiah 17 and 7 says, blessed are those who trust the Lord. They are like trees planted along the riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heart or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they go right on producing delicious fruit. Okay. So the first chapter says it all starts with God. Everything is absolutely everything above and below visible and invisible. Everything started with him. Find your purpose in him. This is a purpose driven life by Rick, by Rick Warren. And we're starting from the very beginning for the next 40 days. We are going to do a deep dive. Good morning, you guys into this book. Uh, Very, very powerful one. And we're about to get started. So you're just in time. Okay. So this is, um, somebody's, uh, unless you assume a God, the question of life, life's purposes, purpose is meaningless. So this book indicates that if you, now this is the book's beliefs. I will say that. Um, but it says, unless you assume a God, whether who you believe in, you have to believe in something outside of yourself, then questioning life's purpose is kind of meaningless. At least that's what this book says. Okay. So first word. First chapter. It's not about you. The purpose of your life is far greater than your own personal fulfillment, your peace of mind, or even your happiness. The purpose of your life is far greater than your own personal fulfillment, your peace of mind, or even your happiness. It's far greater than your family, your career or even your wildest dreams and ambitions. If you want to know why you were here, why you were placed on this planet, you must begin with God. You were born by his purpose for his purpose. Okay, you were born by his purpose for his purpose. The search for the purpose of life has puzzled people for thousands of years. That's because they t- we typically begin in the wrong starting point ourselves. We ask self-centered questions like, what do I want to be? What should I do with my life? What are my goals, my ambitions, my dreams for my future? But focusing on ourselves will never reveal our life's purpose. Y'all, this book is a little deep now. Everybody ain't going to be ready. I wasn't ready when I first read it. (laughs) Uh, The Bible says it is God who directs our lives with his uh, with his creatures everyone's life is in his power contrary to what many popular books movies seminars will tell you we won't discover art you won't discover your life's purpose life's meaning by looking within yourself you probably tried that already you didn't create yourself so there is no way that you can tell yourself what you were created for if I had if I handed you inv- an invitation, an invit la 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 la. Sorry, y'all. If I handed you an invitation you have never seen before, oh not an invitation. If I handed you an invention you've never seen before, you wouldn't know its purpose. And the in Im- the invention itself would wouldn't be able to tell you either. Only the creator or, or the owner's manual could reveal its purpose. I once again got lost in this. I once again got lost in the mountains. When I stopped to ask myself for direction to the campsite, I was told you can't go from here. You must start from the other side of the mountain. So let's break down this book really quick. Um, it, It says focusing on ourselves will never reveal our life's purpose. Now, this was something that I have been struggling with a lot personally. You know, when we, other self-help books, there are a lot of books that will tell you, even including some of my teaching will tell you, you know, start with you. What do you want? What are your greatest desires? But oftentimes if we're ever lost or that does not work, we have to lean on the Lord, right? We have to leave it on God or whoever you believe in. Who is the person that created you? You know, why we're here and what we're meant to do and what we're supposed to do. We didn't create ourselves, right? We don't know why we were born from our parents. We don't know why we were born in the city, the race, the country, the time, uh, you know, why we were here. And it all matters. Everything is so intricate. And what the book was saying about we are not here for our own personal desires or our own personal gain, think about people like, think about all the greats of the world for the most part, even the evil ones. Right. And I don't believe the evil ones for, were for God's purpose. I don't know. But think of people like Dr. Martin Luther King, is the one that keeps coming to my head. He didn't really have a glamorous life. He was well known. Right. But he often lived off donations. He wasn't a, a wealthy man. He didn't drive the best car in the world. He did have a family, but he was always away from his family. He was on the road, he was speaking in churches. He stayed at other people's homes a lot of the times. He wasn't one of these preachers who was spreading the gospel and and racking up all this stuff, right? You didn't see him in a flashy car, flashy suits. He, you always seen Dr. Martin Luther King working. The purpose of his life was greater than riches or his own desires. I'm sure that there were plenty of times where that man wanted to give up. How many times he was arrested, you know, beaten abused, drug in the mud, stalked the whole nine, right? Life-threatening. And I don't know what gave this man the courage and the ability to keep doing what he was doing, especially back then when killing a Black man was nothing. You know, It still is in America, but even more so then. So if we think about people like him, or we think about people who are really purpose-driven, their lives aren't always glamorous. And I think that this is important for us to know because we can feel like our lives are insignificant because we're not wealthy, because we don't have a Bugatti or you know, Lamborghini and all of these great things. And not saying that you can't want these things, not to say that you can't strive for them, but it doesn't mean that that's your purpose or, or it doesn't mean that your purpose is fulfilled because you have a lot of stuff or you have a nice house or you have whatever the things that you desire. Because what the book is going to explain in a minute is you can get all these things, but if your purpose isn't fulfilled, it often leaves you empty, if that makes any sense. Um, we want to live like no one else is suffering. I think it has more to do... It doesn't have anything to do with others more so than our purpose, right? It's okay to want things. like there. There's never... If you stop doing for yourself, right? I don't like that analogy that because the world is suffering, we can't want or have. That's me personally. I do believe that there is greed, right? But I think two of the same can be true. I don't think that we'll ever live in a world that doesn't suffer because of people. However, what the book is referring to is your purpose is greater than things, your purpose is greater than your individual desires, your purpose is greater than wanting the gucci bag the chanel bag and all of that not to say that you can't want those things but it doesn't mean that you're on the path to your purpose right so let's go back to the book real quick it says once i got lost in the um rick warren says the right the author once i got lost in the mountains when i stopped and asked for direction to the campsite i was told you can't get there from here you must start from the other side of the mountain in the way in the same way you cannot arrive to your life's purpose by starting and focusing on yourself you must begin with god your creator uh, you exist only because, because god's will it's god's will that you exist you were made by god for god and until you understand that life will never make sense it is only in god that we Discover our origin our identity our meaning our purpose our significance and our destiny every other path leads to a dead end Many people try to use God for their own selfish actualizations but <laughs> that is a <laughs> um, a reversal of nature and is doomed to failure you were more for God, not vice versa. Oh, excuse me. You were made for God, not vice versa. So it's saying God wasn't made for us. We were made for him, right? So you trying to use God for our own self-actualizations is not how it works. Um, and I and not vice versa. And a life is about getting God you wait, what? And life is about getting God use you for his purpose. Oh, letting God, my bad, y'all. <laughs> life is about letting God use you for his purpose, not not your using him for your own purpose. The Bible says obsession with self is is these matters. Obsession with self and these matters is a dead end. Attention to God leads us out into the out into the open and into a spacious free life. Okay. Let's see. Okay, so I'm just going to keep going real quick. I see your comments. Keep loading them up. I have read many books that suggest the ways to discover our purpose in life, and all of them could be classified as self-help because they approach the subject as self-centered viewpoint. Self-help books, even Christian ones, usually offer the same predictable steps of finding your life's purpose. Consider your dreams. Clarify your values. Set some goals. Figure out what you're good at. Aim high. Go for it. Be disciplined. Believe you can achieve your goals. Involve others. Never give up. Of course, these recommendations often lead to great success. Right? They're saying that those things are true. You can lead to great success when you do that. But being successful and fulfilled. Oh, excuse me. You can you? Okay. Let me stop. Let me start over. Of course, these recommendations often lead to success to lead to great success. You can usually succeed in reaching your goals if you point, excuse me, your goals, if you put your mind to it, but being successful and fulfilling your life's purpose are not the same at all. Okay, so being successful and fulfilling your life's purpose is not at all the same. So when it says like you can read self-help books that will tell you consider your dreams, clarify your values, same things we've always talked about, right? Set some goals, figure out what you're you're good at, aim high, go for it, be disciplined, believe you can achieve your goals, involve others and never give up. Now they're saying that that is a recipe for success. You can be successful in the world's eyes of you know getting whatever you want by following that recipe which most books will tell you. But it's saying that just because you're successful doesn't mean you're fulfilling your purpose, doesn't mean that you're going to be fulfilled. And it doesn't mean that that's what God has for you. Uh, It just means that you're earthly successful, which I don't think that there's anything wrong with earthly success because you need success in order to thrive on this planet. But when you're looking for your purpose, it may be different. Okay. It says you could, you could reach all of your personal goals becoming a raving success by the world standards and still miss the purpose of your life, which God has created you. You need more than self-help advice. The Bible says self-help is not help at all. Self-sacrifice, is the way, my way to finding yourself, your true self. It is not a self. This is not a self-help book. This is not about finding the right career, achieving your dreams or planning your life. It's about how to Cram, it's not about how to cram more activities into an overloaded schedule. Actually, it will teach you how to do less in life by focusing on what matters most. It is about becoming what God has created you to be. This is super important. And this is why, you guys, I wanted to start with this book before we went into anything else again. Okay. It is not about, oh, I already read that. Um, Let's see. How then do you discover your purpose you were created for? You have only two options. Your first option is speculation. This is the most this is what most people choose. They uh, conjure, they guess, they theorize. When people say I've always thought about life as dot, 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 they mean this is the best guess I can come up with. For thousands of years, brilliant philosophers have discussed and speculated about the meaning of life. Philosophy is an important subject, but it has its uses and has its uses. But when it comes to determining the purpose of life, even the wisest philosophers are just guessing. Dr. Hugh Moorhead, a philosopher professor at Northeastern Illinois University, once wrote, to two hundred and fifty of the best known philosophers, scientists, writers, intellectuals in the world, and asked them what is the meaning of life? He then published their responses in a book. Some offered their best guesses, some admitted that they just made a purpose for life, and the others honest were honest enough to say that they were clueless. In fact, a number of famous intellectuals asked Professor Morehouse. Or more heads, excuse me, to write back and tell them if he discovered their life's life's purpose, purpose for their lives. Fortunately, there is an alternative, an alternative to speculation about the meaning and purpose of life. It's revelation. We can turn to what God has revealed about life in His world. The easiest way to discover the purpose uh, for an invention is to ask the creator for it. So if you want to know the purpose of your life, the best way to go according to this book is by asking God. The same is true for discovering your life's purpose. Ask God. God has not left us in the dark to wonder or guess. He has clearly revealed his purpose for our lives through the Bible. It is our owner's manual explaining why we are alive, how life works, what to avoid, what to expect in the future and it explains it explains what no self-help or philosophy book could know the bible says god's wisdom goes deep into the inner the interior of his purpose it is not the latest message but more like the oldest what god determined as the way to bring out his best in us good morning god is not just is God is not just starting? God is not just the starting point of our lives. He is the source of it. To discover our purpose in life, you must turn to God's word. Now, I've cracked open the Bible for the first time in a couple weeks, and it's like going home. It's like a warm sweater. If you are a Bible reader, if you have ever opened the Bible, especially Proverbs, and read a chapter a day, it's kind of like a warm hug. <laughs> So this may be your sign to anybody that hasn't cracked it open in a while. Go ahead, crack it open, and read it and see what how God speaks to you. Okay. To discover your purpose in life, you must turn to the word, to God's word, not just not the world's wisdom. And I'm guilty of this too, y'all. I'm not perfect. Not to the world's wisdom. You must build your life on internal truths, not pop like popular psychology, success motivation, or spiritual stories or inspirational stories. The Bible says it's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, <laughs> I don't know what this is talking about. He had eyes on us. Uh, he designed us for his for his glorious living Part of the overall purpose, he is working out in every in everything and everyone. This verse gives us three insights into our purpose. Hello. All right. So it says day one, it all starts with God. I'm about to read you the prompts really quick. You were all made by God and for God. Until we understand this, life will never make sense. So if you have been out there struggling, trying to figure it out, like, why are you here? What is your purpose? What are you supposed to do? And it can change. Like sometimes you can think you know your purpose, and then a couple months later, a couple weeks later, it can change. So here's some points that the book gives us. Okay. And the chapter is almost over. I'm almost over. So make sure you guys load up the comments and we can talk about it. And it says number one, you discover your identity and purpose through the relationship with Jesus Christ. If you don't have such a relationship, you will later explain. I will later explain how to begin one. It says, two, God was thinking of you long before you ever thought about him. His purpose for your life predates your conception. He planned it before you exist existed without your input. <laughs> so he's saying, God don't need your input on none of this, right? It says, His purpose for your life. Predates your conception, so before you were conceived, and we've all heard that scripture, right? Before we were conceived in your mother's womb, I I knew you. Um. You may you may choose your career, your spouse, your hobbies, and you and many other parts of your life, but you don't get to choose your purpose. So the book is not telling you to not strive for the things that you want, the career and all of that, but your purpose is far. Exceeds all of that, right? The purpose for your life fits into a much larger cosmic purpose that God has designed for your, in, for you, eternity, for your, for eternity. Um, it says what that—that's what this book is about, and then it says Andre Bovetti, a Russian novelist, grew up under an atheist communist regime, but God got his attention one dreary day. He recalls, I am in my 27th year while riding on the metro in St. Petersburg, and I was overcome with despair so great that life seemed to stop at once, preempting my future entirely, let alone any meaning. Suddenly, all, all but itself a phrase Without God, life makes no sense. Repeated repeating it in astonishment. I rode the I rode the phrase up like a moving staircase, got out of the metro and walked into God's light. You may have left or you may have felt in the dark, but your purpose in life, about your purpose in life. Congratulations, congratulations, you're about to walk into the light. So it's basically saying if you were here and you feel like you don't know your purpose. If this was something that you were lost with this book, a purpose driven life by Rick Warren. And over the next 40 weekdays, we will, I will help you or we will do it together. We will discover, or maybe not even discover, maybe you know your life's purpose, but this is just going to give you a better footing. Okay. So this is day one, thinking about your purpose. If you have a pen or pencil, write this down, if you can. So we've already read chapter one. So as you can see, if you want to get this book yourself and get a, a head start. These chapters are very, very short. They're only like four pages long, one for every day. This is A Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. I actually have it linked below, you guys. So you guys don't have to worry. It's linked right down below. Um, So you guys have it there. Okay, so here's three things to think about today. Thinking about purpose, point to ponder. It's not about me. So although... Here on the morning motivation, even always say, what do you want? What do you, what do you desire? What are your goals? All of that's great, right? But at the end of the day, it's not about us. Well, does God let us get things that we want? Yeah. Does he let us go and have a good time and and get this job and have this money? do that? Absolutely. He does. But always remember, it's not about me. It's not about me it's not about you that's the point to ponder so when you write it down it's not about me A verse to remember and this is Colossians 1 and 16 everything got started with him and finds its purpose in him so every since we were created by God and we were started by God that's the that's the way we got to go about it we can't go to this person this person this source God created us if you were a believer. And that's how you have to find your purpose through him. So it's not, we can't look outward. You know, we can't even look inward. According to this book, we have to look towards God and ask God what our purpose is. Okay. And it says question to consider. In spite of all the advertisings around me, how can I remind myself that life is really about living for God and not myself? So in how, in what ways? I'll read that again. In spite of all the advertisings around me, YouTube videos, people, other coaches, coaches, you know what I mean? In spite of all the advertising around me, how can I remind myself that life is really about living for God and not myself? I would love to know your feedback in the comments. You don't have to write this if this is something that is just for you. What do you guys think about this reading so far? Um, Are you guys excited to go on this journey? I remember a couple years ago, I read this first chapter and I was like, woo, it shook me so much. I was like, I ain't ready for that. And it's okay not to be ready, but I can tell that a lot of you guys are. And when I prayed about it, I went to my library and I was like, cause I was going to read, like I told you guys, you're a badass at making money. And then I was just like, I don't think they need that right now. And I prayed, I was like, what, what do you want them to know right now, God? And my eyes fixated on a purpose-driven life and it was pretty, it was pretty spot on. So um, yeah, what do you guys think? Is this something that you guys need right now? Is this something that you guys are thinking about? How are you going to get with God and discover your life's purpose? Do you feel like you know your life's purpose? Was it something that you were struggling with? Have you been successful and still unfulfilled? Have you been fulfilled and unsuccessful? I don't know if that's an oxymoron or not. What do you guys think? I'm just going to push this book right here. Um, my morning routine with prayer and intentional alarm. I love that. Jerome says, great reading. We are here on earth for God's glory. Melissa says, this is good. Thank you. Sydney says, reading this book, but didn't finish it yet. One of my mentees. It's so good. Love it. Um. Let's see. Okay, I already talked about that. Vernell says God designed us for His glory. Living God designed us for His glory. Living today, August eighth. Eight is the number of new beginnings. Hey, everybody. Ooh, thank you for this, Vernell. Eight is the the, and that feels like a new beginning. I don't know about you guys or what's been going on with you all spiritually, but spiritually, this has been feeling like a new time for me. Um, absolutely. The Bible is comforting now, let me know down below, like do you guys have any issues reading the Bible? Is there something that you don't understand? And I'm not a preacher or a pastor, but I do believe we are all here to help each other and um help each other and learn from each other. Alicia says, i love I have to discipline myself in putting God first in everything that I do, praying pray before doing.' Love that. One way we can put God first, like you said, praying, but asking him like, hey, is this what I'm supposed to do? I shared something on my Instagram and this was something that I learned from Uncle Steve. And it was basically like, you know, when you're praying for something, right? And you're like, God, is this what I'm supposed to do? Is this what you want me to do? Am I supposed to, am I supposed to, am I supposed to? to?" One thing I learned from Steve Harvey, Uncle Steve, he said if it's from if it's meant, if it's meant and it's from God, there will be no sin in it. There will be absolutely no sin in it. So say if you meet somebody and they're married, that can't be your husband. That can't be the the man you was praying for. Because that's somebody else's husband. That's somebody else's man. Um, you know, for some reason, us black folk, I gotta call us out real quick. Every time we find something we always like oh thank you jesus that's a blessing it's not your blessing that's not your stuff leave it where you found it that is not meant for you just because you saw it doesn't mean that you discovered it christopher columbus that is not yours so you know if it's meant for you it has no sin it has no value attached to it you know you don't have to scheme for things in order for somebody to be your friend your significant other um you know there's no scheming involved you don't have to finesse anything to make something that's meant for you for you. So that's a big indication. And if God is for you, and also there's peace and clarity that comes with it. You know, things should be peaceful. Will it always be easy? No, but it should have, it should unfold sometimes quite seamlessly. And not to say that you won't have to work uphill for certain things, but certain things will just have kind of an ease to it when it's from God. Not all, not easy, ease to it like a peace to it there's a undertone of peace even if you're a little anxious even if you're a little excited even if you're a little unsure when it comes from god there is definitely peace when it comes to this okay when it comes to something that is from him and that he wants you to do cookie monster said this is a good read i found it i found out about it when he was interviewed by oprah and he has a book club and it was highly recommended. Yes, I love it. If you guys are interested still in a book club, let me know. Um, let's see. Sydney says, good morning, fellow motivators. I am back. Hey, Sydney girl. I was out for my uncle's funeral last Monday. I'm so sorry. A work retreat and vacation, but I am back. and I'm so happy you are back. Thank you so much for being here. Sydney said this book sounds right up my alley. This is a very powerful one, you guys. Very powerful. It is linked below. Um, if anybody wants to go ahead and purchase it, it is from my link. So I get a tiny, tiny, bitty, tiny commission. Um, but I would greatly appreciate it. If not, you can get this book on Amazon. It's at the bookstores. It's it's one of the world's greatest, 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 greatest books. I think I read that Nana, no, I will get to that. Okay, so let me go back down to the comments. Let's see. Okay. Um, Sydney says this book was great for me. talking to God about my purpose, confirmed some things, and showed me others. Once you understand what your what once you understand that your existence is higher, Than just being for you, things change. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. I love that point, Sydney. When you decide, and that's how we can put God first. Somebody was like, there's, you know, you can struggle with putting God first. That's how you put God first by saying, you know what? Let me put aside everything that I want. Let me put aside everything I've been thinking. Let me kind of start from scratch. Let me, and that's kind of what I'm doing in my life right now. Let me move all of these goals and things out of the way, you know, because sometimes we fill our lives with goals just so we can feel like we're doing something or we're busy or we are accomplished or we're successful. But if we like the book says, if we get all this success or all these things and there's no purpose behind it and we're not fulfilling what God has us here for. Then we did all that for kind of no reason. You know, if you ain't you weren't meant to be that CEO you don't waste the time maybe you were meant to be over here and not to say that you won't be successful and have my, i don't know but what's god's purpose for you is over everything else now i will say i don't want us to get in a scarcity mindset and feel like we have to do all this suffering um i think that sacrifice is very different from suffering because what i don't want to happen is sometimes in the christian community we have a tendency to want to just stay in suffer mode all the time. I don't think that that's what God has for us either. Personally, you have to know what it is for yourself. So I want us to balance that. I don't want us to be like, well, I have to extremely suffer in order to to meet God's purpose. Maybe, maybe not. We don't know. I don't know what it is for you. You have to discover that with God and through yourself. But I will say a lot of times when we do suffer, it's not for ourselves, it's for us to help other people. So anything that we go through, whether it be past trauma, abuse, um, neglect, freaking anything that we've dealt with in our lives, right? In the past, if we heal from it, we can tap into our powers and use that suffering, quote unquote, as help in teaching and helping other people strive to become their best selves or help them through their struggle. You know, we're all here for one another. So don't ever think that your anything that you've been through is in vain, Because you could become an advocate for somebody else, but then also don't subscribe to suffering because you feel like you're doing God a favor in that way, like unneeded unneeded suffering. Um, Because you can still be successful, rich, and wealthy while having a purpose-driven life. You just have to make sure that your purpose is aligned with God. Does that make sense? Um, We're not here for us, but I don't want us to subscribe to like, oh, that's why I got to be broke because I'm, I'm, no, I don't think that that's his purpose for us. But what he's saying is, what the book is saying is your worldly success, your career, your spouse, your whatever can be totally and completely different. But what's the point of having all of this if you don't have this? We should be striving for both, right? We we should be striving for purpose, while we should also be striving for the things that we need to live and sustain on this planet. I don't think that we should be broke down, bitter, because that's also not God's will for us either. You know, God does not want us to be in poverty and suffering and and all of these things. The Bible tells us why we should be successful and we'll continue in that. But I want to stay on on here. okay? so don't get those. Let's not adopt that. Just for anything, (laughs) anybody that was thinking it, let me shut them, break that down. No, it is not for us to be broke or just suffer and be like, hey, God wanted me to be broke. So I'm gonna be broke. No, 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 no. Because that's an earthly thing. You can get that but you can also, but your purpose may not have anything to do with your money. It may, you know, some people, it may, you know, I def- definitely believe God, Beyonce was meant to be, I think she's an example of somebody living truly in her purpose, but I don't know. I'm not God, right? But you can be successful. However, if they're, they're different is what the book is suggestion, suggesting. Percy said, just met someone at the gym and she said she, uh, she was separated. I think what you just said was towards me. Now look here, I'm not one to judge, but I have a rule. I don't care if you're separated. You're still legally married, but to each their own. You guys got to do what's best for you. I feel like if somebody is truly meant to be, I feel like a job, a situation, money, whatever the case, if it's truly meant to be, you wouldn't have to finesse it. You would. There wouldn't have to be no stipulations. There won't have to be like, all this, those fine lines, because how long is the, okay, you're separated, but you're not divorced. How long is the divorce going to take, you know? And then also I want to say this, people need to heal after a divorce, you know, and I don't know how long they were separated, but people have to remember that when you're dealing with somebody that's married, they've not, that's a spiritual connection that they have to now sever and go through that and, and work through God and heal. You need healing after a divorce nine times out of 10. There's a, it's a, it's layered. It's not just a breakup. It's, it's not just a oh my boyfriend and I aren't getting along. No, that's a divorce. And she ain't divorced, she's separated. So they're highly still married, meaning they may have bank accounts together, meaning they still have to work out their child stuff and that ain't in my personal opinion ain't no married person meant for a single person. Cuz they're sinning it. It's just like if I find If, and this is a, I know people ain't going to want to hear this example, but this is real. If the bank accidentally transfers $50,000 into my account, would I love to keep the money? Absolutely. But you can't because once they find out (laughs) their mistake, they're going to come back for all 50,000. Okay. They're going to come back from for every single penny. So there's no point in spending that money because they're going to come back for their money. Does that make sense? So if it's meant for you, if it's meant for you, there's no sin in it. If it's from God, there is no sin in it. Person, job, hobby, friend, there's no sin in it. So there's, it's nothing that you have to second guess or, um, or even think about, if that makes any sense. It should just be like, it should be doors wide open. Because remember, how you get them is how you keep them. At least that's what I've been told. Cookie Monster is very true. People have voids in their lives that can only be fulfilled by God, but they seek to fulfill it in other ways, relationship, drugs, alcohol, et cetera, and still are unfulfilled. Absolutely. So if there's anybody out here, and this is a no judgment free because everybody's going to go through their thing. Everybody has their ups and their downs. You know, sometimes life just gets hard. Sometimes you don't hear God. So I'm not judging anybody, but I will say that none of the above will fulfill you. And the way that you want it to, it may numb it for a second, you know, it may alleviate, you know, it may distract, but we got it. There's no getting around doing the work to figuring out what God has for us because true fulfillment does come from, I believe, our purpose. And according to this, this, it does as well with God. Thank you, Vanessa says. Looking forward to reading this book. Absolutely, the book link is down below if you guys are interested. If you guys want to read along, read ahead. The chapters are very, very small and short to the point we will be reading this book for the next forty weekdays. So y'all get used to seeing this book. If you guys want to enter the book giveaway, then all you got to do is go to BrittneyThehost.com and enter in in the pop up. It will pop up and say enter to win your free book giveaway. If you don't can't do that, you can go on Instagram. In my bio, there is a link uh, there to win the free book giveaway as well. Okay. Um, Ross says, best book ever. The workbook is awesome. Read it years ago. Yay. And I hope that you guys who have already read this book will stay around, chime in, give us your thoughts and opinion on each chapter, get a refresher, like don't go anywhere just because you read it because sometimes you get something new. (laughs) <laughs> after reading it again, after a few years. Bernal says, obedience is better than sacrifice. Uh, and then sacrifice, you have to give up something you want like God did for us so that we can receive the abundance of God. A close hand does not receive an open hand in it. I love that. But I wanna challenge us to make sure that we're not doing it just to get, right? Cause the Bible, or not the Bible, this book was just saying how Sometimes we can try to use God as like, I'll do this if you give me this. Hopefully we're just doing it not to get abundance, but just because that's what we're supposed to do. And I know that we get, you know, there's always like, oh, if I do this, I do this. You know, it's a lot of times when people are like, I'm going to be celibate so I can get a husband. No, you should be celibate because we're supposed to. And it's for you. (laughs) It's not so that God grants you a husband. So we want to make sure that when we're doing things and that we're seeking purpose and we're making sacrifices, that we're not just doing them so God can give us give us things in return. Right. Like. Even though, yes, a lot of earthly relationships are transactional, sometimes it's good to just do things because it's it's from the bottom of our heart and we mean them or was meant to be. Does that make sense? It doesn't always, um, like we're not, we, we should do it without, without wanting to receive anything in return. Not to say that we won't, but we got to be very cautious that we're not like, all right, God, look at me. I'm reading the books. I'm, I'm reading the Bible. I'm giving, you see me giving my tithes. Like that's not, (laughs) we ain't supposed to do that. So just always remember that. Ashley said that part just spoke to me. Ooh, I remember. I wonder what part. Percy says, "Yeah, the fact that you said that in this live got to keep it moving. Absolutely. Anybody that's a tie, attached, let that drama and baggage be their drama and baggage. I'm sorry because it just ends up being your drama and baggage because people don't, you know, it, that divorces take a very long time." And she just said, "I'm separated." Her now, her husband might be doing his thing whatever, but you don't want no parts of that. You you might miss your blessing because you wrapped up in somebody else's. You feel me? Like, no, 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 no. That's why I'm a very anti-married anything. No. Nana says, I agree with marriage, the marriage part. Even if you're separated, you're still married. And even being divorced or soon after jumping into a new relationship, I do agree. You need some time. That person needs time to detach, heal, custody, finances, court, like there's, there's a whole lot. You don't even want to. If you're single and you ain't married, you don't want no parts and none of that. Let that person handle what their path is. And maybe they're supposed to be alone in solitude. Not when you're separated, that's not a time to go out and be with other people. In my personal opinion, again, I've never been married. I'm not judging. I just feel like that's the time where you should be figuring out what your next moves are, what you're going to do. If you even still really want to get a divorce, separation is not time to go date other people. I don't understand. Okay. Even if you're okay. Yeah. Same, same. I don't, I don't understand. Um, with the even. Yep. I agree. Good morning. Berniel says, no, I'm not doing that. I'm doing it from the bottom of my heart. It is better to give than receive. That is my thought process. Yes. So, whatever, no, not you. <laughs> and anytime, just so y'all got, you guys know, anytime I make a statement, it's never directed towards you, it's a general one. But definitely, we always want to just make sure that we are doing it out of strict, just love for God. I'm doing this because I love you. And I know that this is what's best for me. And this is the way that I'm going to get the most fulfillment out of whatever you have me here for. You know, and some of us won't see the end. Some of us won't see, uh, you know, but I would hate. Remember, we talked about this, getting to heaven and God open up that spiritual iPad and he'd be like, dang, I had all of this stuff for you. But because you weren't, you know, you didn't seek me, you didn't seek the purpose, you didn't seek after the things that I wanted you to seek. We, we missed it. I don't want to miss it. So y'all let me know. Because I don't want to I don't want to miss it. So if you don't want to miss your purpose, if you're here to do whatever God has for you, just put in the comments. I don't want to miss it because I know I don't. I don't want I don't, I want God to just be like, all right, I'm proud of you. You handled it. You Did what I told you to do. You did everything. You did everything I called you here to do. Absolutely. And I hope you guys have a great one today. Do not forget to give this video a thumbs up. Don't forget to share this video. For anybody that needs to hear it, go ahead. The book is linked down below. If you also want to subscribe as a Patreon, that link is also below. If you need one on one coaching, uh, if you need, there's something that you just need help with, you're struggling with, go ahead and book a one on one session with me. The link is also below. Yes, people are in the comments saying, I don't want to miss it. If you are on the podcast, make sure that you leave a review. I hope that you guys stick around. For the next 40 weekdays, we are going to be diving in a purpose-driven life. So thank you guys for loading up the comments with, I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss my purpose either. I don't want to miss it. Again, our purpose may not be attached to a dollar amount. That's success. Success and purpose is very different. Not to say that we shouldn't be successful, but we can't forget to lock in our purpose. Okay. I hope you guys have a beautiful, 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 blessed day. Again, do not forget to subscribe. Don't forget to give this video a thumbs up. Don't forget to share this video with anybody who may need it. Uh, Everything is linked down below for you guys. I hope that you guys have a beautiful and blessed day. But tomorrow, tomorrow's topic is you are not an accident. You are not an accident. So anybody feels like they don't have a purpose, you have a purpose. You are loved. You are here. Thank you guys so much. I hope you guys have a beautiful and blessed Monday. And I will see you all tomorrow. Bye, you all.